Hey, welcome to the second bonus episode of Earspace. This episode was recorded last week at Launch Music Conference here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. On this episode, we're joined by Lindsay Culzer, Brian Murray, and Eric Lutz. You may recognize their voices from Season 1. The audio quality isn't the best as we were outside walking around with traffic and the wind and, you know, everything in between. So bear with us on that. But otherwise that, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. You are now listening to Earspace, brought to you by Rock 10 Productions. What's up, everybody? We're out here at the Launch Music Conference, um, here with Lindsay Coulter and Eric Lutz from Episode 10 of Season 1. Episode 10! We are walking around Lancaster City right now. Um... Yo, bro. Uh, okay. Um, as the shots of fireball uh, uh, go out, um, Down. I'm gonna try to find somewhere to uh, uh, record up here. Maybe in uh, around the corner, or like over there. You know what I mean? It's like there's like perfect. Let's go there. Um, Excuse the audio quality on this episode as we are out and about, so thank you. Um, not in the studio this time. Too See nice if we can. There. It is beautiful. We're looking at what, like 80 degrees, a little breezy. Great for, uh, great for April. Do you want to use the bathroom? No. No, already, just, though. You just pee wherever you want. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, get a ticket. Do it at the law firm. What do you think Native Americans did? They didn't have toilets. I know. People have been peeing outside for millions of years. Pee around the all of the elements. Hoot nanny or something. You it, do whatever. It is, uh, this is a law firm, though. Yeah, I know. Probably like the worst just, place. Who cares? To pee. They, they want you to pee and then get arrested. I, and babe, I think that you should do whatever you want to do. I'll just hold it. I don't Dude, have go a hamster bladder. Right right there. Oh my god, I'll go pee over there. So you don't. There's a bathroom in the area. I, I just, just was on that side of the street, though. And now I'm on this side of the street. Just go fucking pee. She's a girl. It's the whole mechanism. She can just whip it out. I know. I'm just going to hold it for a second. I see it done. Do you know when girls wear rompers, which I didn't think about this, and I think Wait, people don't. To the side. Uh-huh. Well, some of them don't pull to the side, and you have to, take, you have to get naked to pee. I would never want to do oh, that. Yeah, you have to take, yeah, the, whole have to take the whole thing down. But like that shirt I was wearing yesterday, that's like a unitard thing. Yeah. And it's like a, a unitard. Full, it's unitard. Like a full, that was called a yeah. unitard. Yeah. It's, it's like a not full body. There's no way that's it's the like real a, name. Like a bodysuit. Dude, a pee around the fucking yeah. corner and hurry up. But then, so when you pee, you have to like unsnap it and resnap it or whatever. So instead, you just pull it to the side. or something. Look, there's fucking this right here. That is you can, not like, scratching. I'm it's like not one of letting that. It's like a wire brush. It'll that, clean everything. No, yeah. that tree limb is not scratching my vagina. I, th- I think well, it will scratch it. It'll scratch the shit out of my no. vagina. So, uh, how are you guys enjoying launch so far? It's good. No, dude, I'm not drinking it probably. Well, I fear. Oh, oh. oh yeah. How is it, uh, how's it going for you? For me? Yeah. Um, it, I I started working at the Chameleon Club. Yeah. 
uh, when, like, pretty much right when I got home to Lancaster, um, launch was, like, the second week of my work um, there. And uh, there's a shit ton of wild people you meet for launch. Like, there's so many different people that come into town. Yeah. Like, uh, last year, there was a woman we met. I'm not going to say her name, because I, I don't think she would mind. But this this chick we met, um, she is a aerial acrobat or something like that. Dude, I don't know wanna, what the technical term for that is. somewhere else? Sure. Let's go down this alley. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. So, she gets paid... Something like, I forget, but she said like something like $2,000 an hour or something like that, but she's one of those yeah, chicks that go up in the, the banners. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yo, what's up, brother? How you doing, buddy? Yo, how like you doing, homie? Uh, like, seriously, just a Cirque du Soleil shit. Some Cirque du Soleil shit. Yeah. Circus acrobat stuff. Circus, circus. I'll give you a head start. Um, yeah, so she... That's really uh, cool, though. That's, yeah, like, like she super does air- interesting. Yeah, like, she does, like, aerial bartending. Like, she'll drop down over bars if she gets hired at a venue, oh, and she'll give you your beer. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I follow her on Instagram. You guys got me yeah, to follow Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. She's super sweet. She's, and the, the coolest thing was, so you would think that she's, like, super artsy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, like, not business-oriented. Mm-hmm. But she got a room at the Chameleon Club up in the band rooms. Because uh, yeah. she was from out of town, so she kind of get getting rooted. Yeah, but she's still around. But um, she would. I, I remember when I'd I'd go into her room, like we'd smoke together. She had um, bad idea. She had like uh, that's not a bad idea. You have you just fucking to... pee. You'll be fine. I pee everywhere. And uh, she would have a whiteboard, like all her goals. Yeah, xed off. She was reaching super fucking organized business wise. That's dope. Yeah, dude. What's her name? Um, I, I don't know if that's. I would. Rather, I don't know. If, should I tell your name, or is that cool? Yeah, give her a shout out, dude. It, uh, it's Kathleen. Is her name? No doubt. I'm uh, not telling you the last name. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say. I think her Instagram is like Ariel, Ariel Kathleen or something like that. Yeah, she's yeah, some crazy she's shit. she's fucking awesome, man. She teaches people too. That's so really cool. She wants to have. Uh, I don't know if she achieved that yet, but most of the time, she, the shit on the side of like not doing events. Yeah. She does like. Uh, Studio teaching and stuff Like she has students But um Super cool chick But like I said Back to the original point Is like Launch brings in Into Lancaster In particular Right Of a lot of Interesting individuals You wouldn't meet here On any other day Right Right Like yeah. that dude We just met from Delaware Yeah Yeah true The The, the He wants to do a musical theater book That's a trip Hey you don't You don't just run into those dude, people It's like hold in this alleyway yeah, it is. It's weird. It's probably come from the shade mean, out of the like parking the, garage. The ghosts. Oh yeah, it's definitely a ghost situation. What? You wanna go over here? Where we're sitting right there? Unless you, you can pee somewhere. Are you gonna be a man to pee or what? I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm just. Dude, there's like no good place. To just fucking pee. No, because there's cameras and shit. And I... you really Bro, you think someone's gonna run out here? Yeah, but no, I. No, but there's just people everywhere. All right, well, and also, go. if you get what caught pissing, you oh, are a yeah. sex offender. You're not gonna get caught. I don't wanna get I don't be put on the You're gonna pee right there, I'm and we're gonna watch you back. Right Why? Then go over there. Oh my gosh. All y'all got bad ideas. Brian Murray. Put him on the phone. Brian Murray, we're in an alley. Come find us. Brian, you're live on the podcast. What's up? Yep. Super loud. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? 
No, we're traipsing around the we're city. In an alley. Find play where's okay. Waldo. Find us. We're not gonna tell you where we are, you have to come find us. I'll give you a clue. We're near a parking garage and the ground is cold. We're um we're like right outside the uh, Marriott. Where are you at? Uh I'm pulling the city now. Alright, um I parked in the parking garage. Um I guess where is that what you were gonna do or are you gonna park at the stew and then walk over here? Then you could either you could I would are you hanging out at the club tonight? So anyways, um Yeah, how's Launch treating you so far? Launch is treating me well. Um I don't necessarily have any affiliation in the music scene or world. But uh just being like an outside person, it's always nice to just spend the day walking around and seeing music everywhere and meeting interesting well, I mean, people I, all around. Um, I mean, I just said fuck it. I just said fuck it. Fuck it. It's cool. We were like, you know, went to the bar and got lunch and like Hell yeah. dudes from Under Oath who I'm not necessarily a big fan of or whatever. Yeah. We're just like there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's just people everywhere and you hear and learn interesting things. It's cool. And it's fucking beautiful out, so you really can't beat spending the day literally sitting in the sunshine listening to different bands. Without a doubt. Do you want a cigarette, my guy? I have another pack. I just, it's my Lucky, so it's a thing. You, uh... I've been flipping to Lucky since I started smoking, which I hate smoking. I don't want to quit. But as a smoker, I quit. Um, I, I feel like I started flipping a Lucky, and I've never bought a... Like, well, there's been times. But I never forget to flip a Lucky. And I feel like when I, if I, if and when I would forget to flip a lucky, yeah. I feel like something really bad's gonna happen me just because I started doing it. So now I feel like it's, like I'm you know, not a superstitious you know, person I either, really, but it freaks me out. I thought that for the longest time, for like years, I like every pack flipped a lucky. Yeah, it was like subconscious or whatever. And then one time, like I don't know, I was like really high or My something like that, and like didn't do it. And ever since then, I've just never done it again. And but on the flip side of things, though, like no same. pun intended. On the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, on the flip side of things, like you, you value the upside down cigarette. So you, when you start to see maybe like two That's cigarettes true. and it's an upside nice down one, you're like, yeah. fuck. Then you know that like that last one, like you have to enjoy. It. Yeah, like, you're, you're all ob- you're obligated. Yeah. And also, if like you're gonna bum one and it's you open excuse. it out and you got like one cig and a lucky, they like, know. just no, got lucky. Man. They're like, no, nah, all right, I get it. I can't. You, no, yeah, that's definitely a. Yeah. Unspoken of respected thing, yeah. Like you don't take oh, a man's yeah, lucky. Dude. There's like a. I'm giving luckies away though. Yo, you want to walk? Un- unwritten yeah. rules to like. Uh, We're gonna probably know, end up at like, Finn's Park. Like weed etiquette. Not like, like during this like walk. Smokers like, etiquette. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But I can't walk all the way. Yeah, park. I know. I know. Okay. Let's walk that way though, because Brian's okay. gonna meet up with us. True. Sorry. What yeah, you? just weird like. Like marijuana etiquette, smokers etiquette, like unwritten rules that people just like obliged to for yeah, right. no reason the necessarily but it's just like a random mutual respecting like it's like who made up the rule that you have to like pass to the left right like who initiated that and then everybody reinforced it right to the point that it's just like it is what it is people are known it'd be interesting to like try to find the history like the origins the of yeah of like social Etiquette yeah, yeah. type stuff. Definitely. Yo, that, that fucking stop sign. <laughs> it is dead. It needs a sticker on it. 
sticker sign right there if I've ever seen one. There's a stop sign, guys. Hold on. Oh, shit. <laughs> you guys have the right away. <laughs> You're so clever, Eric. Yeah, I'm just drunk. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. So what about you, Byron? How is launch treating you? Launch so far has been cool as it is. Um, I messed up scheduling this year. We're doing a uh, music video for the Rhythm Roulette song, uh, or the Record Roulette song tomorrow. No, it's cool. You're not really blocking the wind. <laughs> um, so I was really hoping I could get in to see some of the conferences. And then today I came like in time and was here able to see them, but then just kind of chose to go get food and uh, not do anything there. Huh. What? I like what? Oh, you like the acoustics. Yeah. Of this. You like the acoustics of this alleyway? The ceiling. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't really hear it, but... Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, but no, it's, uh, yeah, it's been good. Um, last night we went to the Chameleon Club and we saw Corio uh, play with like PNB Rock, who like some like hip hop kind of stuff. I just tripped. Um, and then tonight we're going over redneck oh. flip, Chinese fire drill, redneck flip. No, that's yeah, redneck yeah. flip, yeah. If you're in a truck, it's a redneck flip. Oh, oh but they're taking like a long. Oh, he locked the door. Oh, he fucked him. Yeah, that's, I know. That's, that's not they efficient. Screwed up. That is a rookie. That's a bad one. But yeah, it's been good. Uh, tonight we're gonna go see Stonewall Vessels over at Ben's Park, and um, probably call it a early evening tonight. Got to get up early and maybe try to catch some conferences tomorrow. But overall, it's been cool. Beautiful weather. Can't complain. Really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. I'm going to try to record uh, some stuff tomorrow as well, uh, maybe during the shoot or after the shoot uh, for the video, so that should be kind of interesting. There definitely probably will be some, like, Snapchat or, like, uh, Instagram little, like, preview, yeah. little, like, snacks of uh, behind-the-scenes. Definitely, definitely. We're going to be trying to get as much behind-the-scenes footy as we can. We're going to be uh, shooting out in the woods in Hallam, PA. It's near uh, York, right over the bridge from Lancaster. Um, right now we're walking down, what is this, Prince Street? No, this is no, it's, uh, Queen. Queen. And we're going to go into Freedom Hall, and we'll you know see ABR stage. You know they're doing conferences. Not in that stage. It's only for ABR. There's two rooms. There's Freedom Hall A and Freedom Hall B. Well, in Freedom Hall A and in B, there's conferences right now. Like, that's where they're doing the entrepreneurship. Oh, really? There is stuff going on? Then I, oh, yeah. I thought I just walked through there when I met up with the guys and there was nothing going on. Something happened in between that time? Yeah, they do. There's like an hour break. There's a good time. Fireball. This walk is sponsored by... See, that's how you pee. Walking. Same kind of concept. If you want to take a shot, do it. If you wait, then you get caught. Hesitation. Yeah, Hesitation is the key to, to death. Hesitation will lead you to nothing. Who is that? Who is that? That's Carl. He's a... Uh... Food for bear guy. For, oh, work. Uh, fuck you, Carl. Uh, I, I say for fuck Carl. work. What do you yeah, say for about like it? US foods or I think US foods. Carl. Yeah, fuck Carl. I don't yeah, like I don't him. Know. Know. He was a very, he was He's very a nice. Really nice guy. He had like a nice uh, smile, happy. He's Look, if I don't know him, like, I don't know him. The no of way, the not a chance. Like, I feel like I, my hair is doing things I don't want it to do. Yeah, I have a little. Out, no one told me I had an alfalfa sprout. 
You do have an alfalfa sprout. Yeah, thanks for the heads up, guys. Sorry. Really appreciate the lookout. You didn't notice. I'm sorry, I generally don't check out my best friend's uh, girlfriend most times. Sometimes I do. Well, uh, apologize. <laughs> are these, these doors are probably closed. I think they're still doing conferences in there too, or no, really? I'm not sure. We are backstage now at where... Uh, this is ABR stage. ABR stage. I did a quick pause back here now sorry what were you saying so anyways this guy came in here like a mcdonald's drive-thru and he fucking just blasted a laser knew exactly where the speakers need to be uh i don't know the name of the program he used i'm not versed to know that in the first yeah, place right right but um we we hung the speakers up need like knew where we needed to point them right at what yeah, angle because yeah. like if you see on the back of those speakers yeah all, in the very center going the whole way up right there's a rail that's how we bent them right yeah, the, the rail, yeah. line arrays. Line arrays? That's, like, what the speakers are called. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, that, when you set it up like that, it's in a line array. I yeah, I mean, and, and I got instructions how to do it, but, like, hanging up running. the light trusses was obviously, like, even right. another thing, too. Like, he was running all the... There's so much with that, because those, those ones... Uh, those are... I think that's what they're called. The sure. LGS there? Yeah, those big ones. Those are, guys, um, when, you, when you put them shit. on the truss... And you have all those other lights on them. Yeah. You have to do it. There's a test. Right, because it, it moves. And if you hit something else, then you didn't rig it right. Right. And of course, mine definitely hit something. Damn. But um, these are the motors right here for the that box. Those are the chain motors for oh, the speakers right, and the right, light right. trusses. Gotcha. There's another stage I set up over there too. Yeah. I wonder where that room is up there. Yeah, Lindsay was just saying. Yeah, yeah really good place right. to watch a show in here. Oh, sorry, I got the yawns. But yeah, anyways, so. We carried all this fucking crap in here, and uh, I'll show you where we ran the cables out, too. Word up. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Brian thanks. Murray. Brian Murray, here with us. Backstage at the uh, August Burns Red set up. Ear space. Ear space. Ear space. Ear space. Ear space. What's up, Brian? Haven't seen you since uh, yesterday. Hey, Brian Murray, won't you hang out with me? No, not you. Okay. How did those numbers change? Do we have those at 118? All of them. What, that one's They're like, all yeah. different. Yeah, that one's at 182, and that one's at 117. I just remember saying they'd be at 118. So we were just, I was just telling about everything we set up. I want to show you guys Kyle's uh, RV, too. Yeah, okay, cool. I don't know if he's in there or not, but I'll knock on the door. Word. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, me and fucking Brian had to you guys in all this happen. shit. How many people did you have on the crew? Me and Brian. And oh, literally you guys set this whole thing up by yourself? No, not set it up. We carried the shit in. Yeah, right. Those guys were... Yeah. Obviously, savvy at setting it up, but right. it was it was a thing, man. Like he would, uh, he had a uh, what is it called? Like he had a laser that would hit what like he was pointing at. Yeah, Measurer. he came in there so fast, dude. He put X's down on the ground. He knew where stuff crazy. was going. Um, yeah, there was not a lot of like um, trial and error. Right. Like this guy knew what he was doing. Right. Kyle's great, man. Um, and that's Woodcrest Audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta talk to him. I gotta talk to him for sure. Hopefully he's here so I can introduce him to him. That'd be cool. But he's probably a fifth park right now. So I was in, I was in this RV earlier today. It's so fucking nice, dude. Hold up, stay here. What are your goals for lunch? 
my goals for launch are just to kind of like network and just kind of chat honestly i really wanted to get this recording done um super bad and uh yeah i'm not really going at it as hard as i was before i mean in the years in the past i was like really trying to meet people but like i'm down to, i'm down to meet people and stuff this year and uh just kind of enjoy it more than anything just because I really don't like, I don't have as much time this year that then I know I'm good than I did uh, as I did in the past. You know, like tomorrow morning I would really like to get in here early if possible, but I have, to have a feeling it's not going to work out. Um, is there? There's nothing going on on Sunday. No, I think launch is over. Yeah, Saturday. on the schedule and on all the posters and everything, it says it's going on Sunday, but there's no. If I remember correctly from Schedule. last year, I thought there was some, like... Yeah, mix- last year was a problem because it was Easter. <laughs> I thought there was... But I, I still think on Sunday there was, like, some mixed match bullshit happening that, like, wasn't... Like, it, it seemed like some Rochambeau shit. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, they, like they added... Like, they added... Uh, yeah. Added stuff for it. But all the posters this year say till Sunday? Yeah. yeah. But there's <laughs> the no... Website and everything. There's nothing at the club. There's, there's no show. no... Nothing but... There might be something in the morning here. That's probably what it is. I bet there's something at like 9 a.m. or some shit. What was up with those people at the tables where we, where Lindsay, where we all went to the between two stalls status? Oh, well, those were like those the one-on-one mentoring. mentoring session. How do you do that? So wait, you sit you down with him. Yeah, like yeah, you'll you sign up. Talk to whoever. Yeah, so like they'll have the panelists, and then you can set up or sign up to uh, like talk to them about like specifically one-on-one shit about like your band or your brand or. Dude, I would love to do that. I, sh- I wish I knew about that already. Yeah. I would have signed up. I was going to sign up this year, but there wasn't any panelists that I, like, super knew. You know? There's I, would, honestly, I wouldn't want to know any. Like, I just want to meet, like, a successful artist and sit down with them and get and get uh, my brain picked. Well, I mean, like, bands, like, artists will do it themselves. I'm sure JB and them from August Regret are, like, always on. What is one question you would ask a panelist as a sex, like, a successful musician what would be your first question you would ask as a successful musician um i don't know because like we have to pick one it's theoretical yeah i know i'm trying to think it would be like art based i feel like i'd want to say like you know like i don't know like not to sound like a douche and it's not like i know all the answers to everything so obviously i don't but I don't know what I would ask. To be honest, I'm trying well, to try. Think. Well, naturally, like if you sat, to, if you were sitting down with me, if I was sitting down with you and, and you I'm were like the panelist or some shit, Trent Reznor or some shit. Right. What would you ask me? I'd be like, "Yo, dude, like, how, uh, like, what's your creative process like?" You know what I'm saying? Something like that, probably. I was thinking these yellow poles need to have a sticker on. We're gonna get risky. Continue where you're saying, though. Um, what would you ask Trent? If I was Trent Reznor and you sat down, that was your panelist, what would you ask I would just Trent ask, Reznor? like, about, like, what your creative process was like, you know? Cause so, wait, I, I that, feel well, like, that's perfect that you just said that in there. I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, what what do you need to know about the most that you don't know? Oh, for me, like, more just technical stuff. Like, stuff that I need to just spend more time on in my own time, like, researching, like, mixing techniques and, and you know, different plugins and different gear and all that kind of shit. That's really where my, my shortcomings are right now, huh? What about as far as, like, writing music? Writing music. 
Um, yeah, that's kind of where like the whole. Like, like, what would you ask? What don't you know about writing music that you would ask somebody who's who's first in that? This kind of goes back to like, what's your <coughs> what's your creative process? Like, what do you start with? How do you find your inspiration and like that kind of shit? You know, because like I know where I find my inspiration from. But it would just be interesting to see, like, other people's. Yeah, the process, like, he, I feel like hearing other people's, like, process is important because some people like to start in, like, the middle of the song. They'll get, like, a... Uh, you mean, like, an artistic process? Yeah. Like, like, you, yeah, yeah, like, how, yeah, how, like, how do you actually go around creating? Like, how do you go about, like, putting it all together? Like, yeah, when you get, like, you know, if you have four different, like verses or even like paragraphs or whatever you're trying to do even in a song like you have like a core in some of your skeleton songs you have like a core of a, a beat or a song right. but then like, like I you demo. start like you start in the middle and then you figure out a beginning and an ending to it yeah like that's my and to hear problem. how other people like solve those like problems Ryan I want you to answer the same question what would you ask we're gonna go with Trent Reznor or for you whoever you want who and say who you would ask if you could ideally have a panelist, who would you want to talk to? And come here. And what would you ask them? Oh, and I'm going to go put this ear space sticker on that garage over there because every band that loads in here is going to see it. Yeah. Okay. Oh. You got to come up. You got to come up. Uh, I don't know who I'd ask. Uh, if it was like Anthony Green. He's super like on the spot. Guy. Yeah, it's on the spot. I've already talked to him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm already yeah. on the yeah. Um... I think Reggie Watts would be actually pretty cool. That would be dope. And I'd ask him, like, uh, what made you want to, like, use all the different shit that you use? Yeah. And, like, how do you, yeah, how do you, like, structure your shit? Right. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think Killing it's this. like, all of us are kind of saying, like, just to figure out, like, what each and everyone's, like, creative process is. Because, like, I find inspiration from visual shit a whole lot, you know. Um, like, visual art. If I watch a movie or if I, I watch a music video or I watch a, uh, just look at paintings and stuff, like, I find inspiration to make music from that, you know. So it'd just be interesting to see, like, what other people find their inspiration from and then maybe I can yeah. try that out, you know what I mean? Like, one see, the, like... One of the coolest, um, kind of, like, along, along those lines... Was uh, it probably was like a Joe Rogan podcast with yeah. Maynard from Tool. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about like kind of like the part of the reason he bought a vineyard and started making wine was Wait, because Maynard from Tool. Tool he bought a, a vineyard in Arizona and he makes wine. Sure. And part. Do you know what it is? Um, I forget the name of it, but you can like look it up. It's like really good wine. It's like um, won like awards and stuff. Shelf, stuff um, I think it's like mid, upper mid. Do you know what it's it's expensive. I don't know what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Like, been on the website. Yeah. But he he was talking about how the whole process of growing growing grapes and making wine inspires him musically. Right. Which are like like the whole process of like waking up and like running a farm and the work and the like yeah this this called, suffering is... I don't know how to pronounce this word if I pronounce it wrong excuse myself um actually I don't even know how to do about could um cat cadacious 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 
Cad Cadceus. Everybody take a shot at this. Cadacus. Well, that might be it. Cadaceus, I think. Cadaceus sounds good too. Cadaceous. But uh, yeah, just the whole thought that like a completely, you know, different way of life from like farming to making music, you know, right. but to find inspiration in music and inspiration to write music and write lyrics yeah. coming from like growing Neil, Neil plants. Young wrote a whole album Caduceus. on a yeah. Caduceus. Caduceus is definitely I've heard that too. So Caduceus yeah. wine is what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, no, like That's on the farming really aspect, like what you're saying, like uh, Neil Young wrote, um, for, uh, man, I'm tired old of looking shit up on Google. Yeah. But yes, Old Man was one of the songs on the album. Um, he, uh, he wrote, he, he stayed on a ranch somewhere I forget yeah. where that was too but he that said in a ranch and wrote a whole album isolation you know when you put yourself out there like yeah. think of like any album or any band like I remember when DVD or not DVD say when uh, Mangchi like David Cho's band they went out to uh, Hawaii and then they went somewhere else like in the mountains or some shit yeah um Trying to remember Big or uh, Big Sur, Big or, Sur. Yeah. yeah, and like super like in this mountain like. Uh, what kind of music is that? They're they're like uh, kind of like punk. This is kinda. David Cho. David Cho's band. That, yeah. that, like, That's an artist you got saw in LA, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that goes back to the whole idea of like suffering and like struggling because when you yeah. like so many artists, so many like really creative people have a lot of demons, and Definitely. whether it's drugs, alcohol. Or any other self-inflicting, whether it's, like, hard labor, working on a farm, you know, making yourself suffer and go to, like, the deep, dark places pulls out, like, inspiration, I feel like, or so creativity. So I'm going to circle and ask you guys all the same question. Okay. Fine. What do you guys think, short of asking a panelist or, like, somebody like Trent Reznor or a famous musician, a successful musician, I should say, um, what do, aside from asking somebody about it in your unknown what do you think right now is the way? And I'll start and go this way. What do you think is the structure for writing music or what works for you when you write a song? Because you've obviously written songs. Yeah, so, I mean, Lindsay kind of hit the nail on the head when she was talking about, like, starting from the middle. And, like, because that's, you know, we were just talking about this the other day. For me, like, I come up with, like, the meat and potatoes first and then work my way backwards, you know? Because I have a song that I'm working on right now where I literally I started at the beginning and now I have no idea where I want the song to go like it's a lot easier for me to like work backwards and be like start with a chorus yeah before I get yeah, to the next one what about like with the fact of meaty. seclusion for you for writing a song where does that yeah I mean I, uh, I kind of have like the discipline to an extent where like even if I'm in my studio with like my computer and my phone like I don't like play video games and like all that other shit just cause like when I'm in it I'm in it but I would totally really enjoy the idea of going somewhere else to create where there's literally like dude up in the Poconos like my dad's spot yeah like if we could go up there and like write an album or some shit where you like you, you can't do anything else you Where's know that what spot I mean? in the Poconos? It's on Lake Wall and Paul Pack. Very Beautiful. Cool. We should go up there sometime. You've been to where we were for I know. three years I, now. I really want to. $50 a person. So, Lindsay, where... Dropped you off. Art-wise, yeah, you paint yeah. a lot. I have cool some spot. of your paintings in my studio. Yeah. Where do you get your inspiration from? Um... Is it natural? Is it something that just kind of comes and unexplainable? Or? Yeah, I get it. I don't know. Multiple different places, I think. Being outside in nature really inspires me a lot. Going on hikes or even just like sitting in the, like if it's nice, sitting in the sun. Um, 
but also like through music um there's tons of not paintings that I've done but drawings that I have that um I literally like if we was holed up in like, a room. Like, what would you see that would inspire you um I think it kind of goes back to the isolation thing like when you're just like alone like outside yeah like you're tribals yeah like you're just in the moment like the things that you're seeing like you're just absorbing it and and being there and appreciating it without needing a reason to do it so you get set you get by nature set into a natural mode and that allows you to access your artistic yeah and like different colors like you know i've gotten i've done like a few drip paintings that i chose colors from like a random sunset that i've seen do you have any do you have any particular like times you can remember where you saw something that inspired you and you made it happen? Um, yeah, I think the um, when I was up in Alaska, I did a really cool drawing. It's just a pencil drawing that I actually gave to um, a good friend of mine of like this like dude, like skinny, like malnutrition dude, like with random like tattoos and stuff on him, and his head was just like this huge mountain range because I was just like sitting there. It's daylight, like, 24 hours a day in summertime, so I was just sitting there staring at, like, the mountain peaks, and it was the first time I've ever seen, like, the kind of mountain peaks that are, like, sharp, jagged, like, just so insane. If I can narrow you down a little bit more, do you remember what you saw that inspired that? Yeah, I think it was, like, the mountains, and then I started, like, thinking about, like, you know, being in Alaska, and there's, like, legitimate, like, bush people that live miles out in the woods with, like mangled beards and all that they eat is whatever they catch yeah like you know no electricity no running water they hitchhike on the train to like get you know anywhere and like so that's where like kind of like the malnutrition yeah and like tattoos like just like lived a life has a story like really hard no no it literally just like i mean i guess maybe a culmination of like people i'd seen like coming out of town or like jumping on the train out of the woods um oh we're talking about we're talking about boarding moving trains yeah like so out there some of the bush people they live so far out they actually the um princess cruise line owns the whole railway system in alaska and they use it to bring tour like tours of people to hotels and stuff and the state of alaska passed a law that the only way that princess could do that (coughs) is if they would give free rides to people who lived in the bush so along the rail railway there's these huge flag like wooden flag markers and people will come out from their houses on their quad and they'll flip the thing and while you're riding the train the train stops and they jump on and like get a free ride into town and then yeah like because otherwise like they would have no way to get it's just like this uh, metal or like wooden like flag that you like push down. Flag. Yeah, like just like a triangle kind of like that on a post. It's like a sign, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you just like flip it down, and like as the train's coming along, like, and they'll sit there on their quads. Like if they miss a train or whatever, they'll just sit out there until the next one comes or one's coming the opposite way. And I don't know. It's just it's really interesting. I got so much inspiration for just, like, my life um, and being a person out there because it's so, like, raw. Yeah. Like, if you, like, they, nobody fucks around. Like, it's, like, live or die, kind of. Like, everyone's, like, trying to fucking survive and have a good time. 
which is like I don't know. It's a really cool like That's environment. Fair. I can't believe you saw the train. About yeah. Inspiration for anything you've ever written or Um I don't know, I wanna be a bush person though. <laughs> yeah. I think we're dude, all think it sounds fucking great. The fucking life, dude. Fuck creative when process. When Let's I was talk out about that. What, what is your creative process though? Like I don't know, she like, just kinda comes to me. Like shit just comes to me. And I just kinda what's happening around you when stuff comes to you? It, like, what's the most natural... It could be, like, talking to people or just, like, listening to other music and then being like, oh, that sounds cool. Okay. But, no, yeah, so, like, it's... it's a, what I'm trying to say, though, for real, is it's, like, a natural thing. Like, you... Yeah. You, you, when you, you have that time where you're playing and you, and you get that feeling. I can't, I can't put a name on that feeling, but you, you feel... You're with it. Right. And it feels good. And when it feels good... It's a good song. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That's, I mean, that's where my inspiration would come process? from. Mine? My creative process, there is no process. It's it's very simple and natural. It's like when it comes, it comes. And when it comes, you, you grab it out of the air and hold it. Kind of? Yeah. It sounds super airheady and like hippy dippy, but there's that time where you just, you're, you're fully into it and you feel it. And it feels good. And when it feels good, then you know. And you hold on to it. It's like that felt good. I played that well. Right. Let's let's do that. So that's where, for on a simple end, that, that's where it would come from for me. 